0: Greetings listener dear, I'm Tom
2: I'm Ben And I'm Matthew and welcome to an episode of Pappy's Flat Share, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts
0: Oh and what an episode we have for you today Every so often in the Beef Brothers Cold Cuts universe A new star arrives in the firmament And burns bright across the night sky And people think wow, nothing's ever going to be the same again and I got that feeling with our guest today, Steve bougea a wow. newcomer to the Pappies universe. But what an ep! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's really true. true. It's, it's such yeah, that's a lovely intro.
2: That's a really nice intro. Um, yeah, it's actually maybe maybe well.
3: <coughs> well up Oh, <laughs> right there, Crosby. oh well, dear I don't know if you are welling up or throwing up there
0: I mean, I, A bit of both A little I, from column A, a little I, from column B I should say I've put strychnine in Crosby's tea Because his replacement is Steve <laughs> so,
4: As long as my
0: job As long as my job
2: goes to another Slightly nerdy white man It's fine The <laughs> equilibrium is maintained um, Yeah we had real fun uh, Chatting to Steve what a nice bloke and what a funny comic. And uh, yeah, like as as we say at the end of this episode, he's got a, a new sitcom he's just written and it's going to be on in August. Uh, so uh, look out for buffering when it comes to ITV2. It looks like, I mean, I've only seen the trailer. I've not seen any of the episodes, but it looks like it's going to be very funny. It's with Ian Sterling, good chum of the show. Mm. So uh, so check it out. But also he's a brilliant stand-up. As well. if, he, if he's ever in your area doing comedy, go and see him. Yeah, He's
0: there, um, obviously because it's Ian Sterling, their sitcom is going out immediately after Love Island to try and capture the Love That's Island right. crowd. Yeah. Which Steve sounded quite excited about because it'll mean they have... Nice big figures, but you nothing, inherit an audience, yeah. Nothing would terrify me more than my sitcom inher- <laughs> inheriting <laughs> the Love Island audience. Fuck well, no, me. Listen, I'm,
2: I'm the Love Island audience. Genuinely, I was just chatting to just chatting to Charlie about our sort of Love Island watching strategy. E- in, yes. In that we now go to bed so early. We're, what I'm going to do is, it starts tonight. We're recording this on on on, on Monday. It starts tonight, so we're not going to watch tonight's. Then we're going to be always be a day behind watching it while we're having our dinner. So that's the that's the plan.
0: I'd say you're a Love Island audience, but you're not the Love Island audience.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, but you'd and be I mean surprised. That with how, all due respect, no,
2: I I think you'd be surprised how diverse the audience is. Is what I'm saying. I'm I'm am a member of a extremely broad church,
0: and I also do watch broad church as well, not on ITV two. I- oh. I would take inheriting the broad church audience any day of the week because most of the broad <laughs> church audience don't know how to use Twitter. <laughs> You're going to get a lot less uh, reaction from the broad church audience uh, that I think online than the Love Island one. I
3: mean, we I haven't seen the sitcom yet. It could be a, a you know, it could be very much in line with the love island crowd it's well we should say
2: i mean i, I only know, I know a little bit about it the basic premise is it is about a bunch of uh, extremely physically attractive girls and guys who are transported to a villa and have to right. couple up that's what the that's yeah so, so the, when uh, you
3: said huge figures that's what you were talking about i was talking about the
2: <laughs> the, 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 the beefy uh, beefy blokes and bodacious babes that are going to be on
3: the uh, yeah <laughs> Oh, bodacious babes. You are the target
0: audience. Yeah, well, she I'm is not an lie. absolute bodacious babe. You haven't been writing a voiceover, have you? You haven't, you no, haven't no. got the gig, have you, yet?
2: I haven't, but I have been pitching a new Bill & Ted movie. That's what I've been doing recently, I think. So anyway, yeah, enjoy Steve. Uh, he's a he's a wonderful guy and uh, a new star shining in the firmament of the Pappy's universe. Here he is, Steve Bajaya.
3: Well, if you've got a problem, don't
0: call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, Beef. maybe
4: we can help you beef from sorting out your beef.
2: So, uh, Steve, before we get
4: started, thanks for coming on the show, firstly. Thank you for having me.
2: Talk us through... Now, I I texted you, I think, at quite a reasonable hour to ask if you would come on the podcast. I think I texted you (laughs) maybe around say say was it nine maybe not not too late to send a text i would say and no, yeah. um, uh, and before i went to bed i was on red so i thought well he's seen it but he's not that bothered and then i woke up the next morning and you responded i think at 3 26 a.m <laughs> yes <laughs> so you were so you're awake so it's not like you're completely nocturnal you're awake at sort of nine-ish mm. yeah you, you were then still awake some sort of six hours later, well,
4: look here. I'll talk you through exactly what happened, Matt. If you want, uh, I'd love to, I'd I love to know. I was out, uh, with some friends. Oh, wow. I got the text message. I even commented to my friends, going, Oh, Matthew Crosby's asked me to go on his podcast. That's nice. Didn't respond at that point. Uh, I then got very drunk, um, <laughs> for <celebrate>. various reasons <laughs> <laughs> to, to celebrate, T- the chiefly, podcast. Ce- yeah, celebrate the call up. The podcast booking, and um, and then I got home, and I was—I remember very vividly, Matt. I was in my lounge. um, I wasn't feeling great. I wasn't feeling great actually. Uh, I was just sat on my own, and uh, then I thought, "Yeah, I want to do the podcast. I think I've decided." And uh, that's that's why I replied at three thirty in the
3: morning. You've got to work through these things. You
4: need Dutch
0: courage to say
4: yes. I can understand that. He's quite
0: an intimidating man to correspond with.
4: I don't want you thinking I'm just readily available. With two days' notice to do a podcast, you know, I wanted you to sweat on it a bit for an evening.
3: Yeah,
2: that's well, fair. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, that would have worked fine, were it not for the fact that I go to bed at about nine forty-five. So I think we've got very different. I mean, it's, it's it's mad that we've managed to find a time when both of us are awake <laughs> to record this.
4: Now you know what? I'm not some mad party animal. It was a one-off. Uh, doesn't bad say in evening, that way, actually. Steve doesn't say in that way. <laughs> It was a one-off... Well, it was a
2: one-off,
0: what, Monday? It was a Tuesday night, yeah. It was a one-off Tuesday. It's just, just a, just a Tuesday one-off Tuesday. Night. Tuesday. Oh come Tuesday. on. It's like they say, it's a Tuesday night somewhere, guys. Come on. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what uh, we should just says. say,
3: it's currently 3am while we're right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Boosh yeah that's,
4: that's when I engage with pappies. That's the only time <laughs> I'm willing to talk.
2: Well, you're very welcome to come on the show. So, um, we know you're a party animal, but what kind of a flatmate are you what's your what's your
4: flatmate setup well I've actually just moved flats uh I've just moved in with my good friend Tom from university he is it's very convenient he is doing a lot better than me in his career and owns a flat um oh, wow. so I am benefiting that from convenient. that yeah it's so good when that happens like I do it's nice to get to the age now like a lot of my friends are married and happy which is sad but the, the, the good thing <laughs> is that a lot of my friends are now doing well enough for me to sponge off them um, yeah. so I now live in his spare room lovely big flat in uh, Brixton Hill and he is never here so I basically live in a one bed flat on oh my that's own. ideal what Wait, does, does he, he do? have a bedroom? Well, <laughs> yeah what, what, what's his <laughs> setup? What? yeah he no but yeah basically I've just not seen him I'm in his <laughs> bed No, on the uh, sofa? no,
2: no he, has, he has
4: got a bedroom <laughs> he has got a bedroom but he, he's, he's very rarely in it um, where's he? he? What,
0: what's he up to? is he a party animal as well? He's you too big is, on the party
4: scene no he is the opposite he's a very senior civil servant i can't say what he does but he's extremely important oh. in making decisions to do with covid and the oh other my. day is it, is it chris witty yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah my my good university friend chris witty
3: oh <laughs> finally it's a link to chris fitty no
4: the other day me and me and tom were both working from home and I was reading an article about toilet brushes. Genuinely true. And Tom was on a Zoom call with Chris Whitty. And I was like, this really does put a perspective what we've done with our lives. Um, what's,
2: your, what's your article about toilet brushes? Are you, are you in the market for a new toilet brush? Because yeah. surely that's his job as your, as your landlord. He should be well, kicking out of, the flat with stuff like toilet brushes.
4: Part of the rental agreement is that I have to do a lot of the uh, heavy lifting when it comes to getting new items. Yeah, um, he, he's fighting so the pandemic. Exactly, he's doing, he's saving the country. And I, the least I could do is find a shit stick for him that
0: works. <laughs> uh, so, what was your article? Because I've just recently purchased another toilet brush. I just went for the cheapest option very quickly in the supermarket. We're having a torrid that's time a, with it, and we've been talking huge, about <laughs> we've been talking about toilet brushes huge in huge our stuff. house. Yeah, like you know, they're not great
4: objects, are they? Really, they have no. to do. No, you know, I've been thinking the about devil's
3: We've had it for a long
0: time. But the time. thing is, you
4: can't just you can't just get rid of them because then how are you going to deal with the the, the excrement? Like you need yeah. a solution.
0: You need um, to tag them in.
4: I so what I was looking for is one of the ones with the disposable, you know, like the release uh, things where you can you know at least keep it clean on a more long term basis but no, i don't, I don't uh, know what these are sorry no, when well, you're describing a thing
2: know. i don't know what it is so you, you, God, can, is you, it can, like you can take use the head once. off this
0: you use it once you press a button you flush the head and then you start again
4: <laughs> yeah basically yeah you might use it more than once depending on what, what, what you've dealt with but does it um, does it clean the pipes yeah, on the way basically. down that can't be good for the planet can it <laughs> um I, I mean i don't i haven't really thought too much about whether you're allowed to flush down the um the point is i didn't get one i've not got one of them um, what I've gone for instead is quite a posh one, with a. Um, it's not a little cup, you know the little cups that build up shit water. It's not one of disgusting. those it's a, disgusting. It's a big long cylinder, which at least hides the shit water. Um, yeah. For yeah, a, a good yeah. So that's and Tom approved of it. You know, in between meetings about COVID, and did uh, Wh-
0: did Witty approve of it?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Witty was a big fan of it.
2: If anybody knows, yeah. you know, he's he's working at the at the at the coal face of germs and viruses exactly he should be all about it i i tell you what you know the um it's it's one of the few items that um uh, moving people if, you, if they're going to move your you know move your stuff out the house they won't touch it they won't move your toilet brush so really? when we yeah so when we moved house we only moved like five minutes down the road we would put all of our stuff into a van and then literally pick up our toilet brush put it in there which and it's hard to transport in a car one of you's got to hold it between your feet because you don't want to hold it in your hands. One of you's got to hold it between your feet in like the, the footwell of the passenger seat because you don't want it to go over in the car because you have to throw the car away. So... <laughs>
4: are you sure this wasn't just your toilet brush I? I'm sure it wasn't <laughs> they took one look at it
2: and they were like absolutely not no 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 genuinely it's in the list of things the things they won't and all the rest of it is like you know stuff that might explode oh
0: great so how am
3: I going to move all my lit fireworks
0: hell? We, we, we bought this house and it, they left us the toilet brush and what it was happened? one of those cup ones that collects shitty water so we've got the previous owners molecules
4: you can't have a second-hand toilet brush mate that's (laughs) yeah
0: that's that's what we've been doing
4: we've been doing it for the last four
0: months this is literally the comment you're absolutely right steve my wife turned around and said what kind of family are we that we're using somebody else's shitty brush how can you look our daughter in the eye (laughs) <laughs> so if I went to say no's and splashed out five quid on one of the cheapo plastic oh, tubes.
3: Be be careful. You, if you put it between your feet it won't splash out. Yeah, this yeah. is it.
2: Yeah. The, the 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 thing with toilet brushes though is that lots of them, right, I, I we we wanted to buy a sort of cheapo a cheapo one, but lots of the cheapo ones have decided, oh, I'll stick a little sort of plastic diamond on the top to make it look all fancy. Have you seen that? It seems like a lot of them seem no. to have put like little sort of plastic diamonds on the top. Uh, like we went to home base, they all had plastic diamonds on, we went to Wilco, all had plastic diamonds on, oh like God, in no. order to sort of make it like, actually this is quite a classy item we've got here.
3: So <laughs> it looks like a scepter. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. Yeah. You can sit on the, sit yeah. on the, literally sit on the throne and hold your scepter in in one hand. And, you
0: know, That's quite a nice design actually. It's quite a nice design idea. You could just
4: knight, knight someone with the little city <laughs> stick.
0: <laughs> um... I don't know if I've ever told you the story about my granddad's funeral, but a week after my granddad's funeral, my nan had to have her front garden dug up because shit and shit water was coming up through the front lawn and they traced it all the way down to her front toilet had had this really bad blockage so there was this big build-up of shitty water and it was all coming up through the front lawn and what they found in the u-bend was the head of a toilet brush right so the whole family had been at my nan's house before going before following the you know the hearse so so this kind of witch hunt went round of who had blocked nan's <laughs> toilet and dropped I was the toilet brush i was chief suspect <laughs> <laughs> of course my mum my mum rang me and was like it's so if it was you it's okay but just admit it like you know we want to know but anyway it turns out that my granddad's sister <laughs> auntie pat, pat who, by name as it as a joke, my granddad used to charge a 20p every time she needed the toilet at her house. It was like their running joke. She'd be like, I need the toilet, Norm. And he'd be like, well, it's 20p. And she'd put it in a jar. That'd be their their joke. She went for a poo just as the hearse was pulling up and it wouldn't flush, right? And because she couldn't go out and tell someone that she didn't couldn't flush this poo, she she was poking it down with the toilet brush. The toilet brush head came off and disappeared down the bowl. And she just... it was, My granddad had pulled up, his coffin was outside. And so she was like, it's the wrong time to say to someone, I've just took a toilet brush down the toilet. So just left it, went off to the creme and just forgot that it had happened. And then a week later... Up it came. What
2: happened to all the twenty p's though? Did she was there not like a jar that could have basically paid for all the plumbing work? Had she that's not a like had, had she not effectively been sort yeah. of paying for this job? <laughs> you know, she was she was finally on the you know finally in in in, in your poor grandfather's <laughs> passing getting her money
4: back.
0: Yeah, exactly
4: right. Um, God, yeah, very funny. We've got uh, sewage coming up in our garden currently. Um, oh and <laughs> as my aunt's pap <laughs> wait a second <laughs> yeah.
3: you, you got one of those disposable heads didn't you and it wasn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, disposable yeah, yeah. Head.
4: no basically it doesn't basically it will come up and Thames Water have to come around every single day and pump the the uh, faeces out of the pipe outside our front door so I see someone from Thames Water every single day and they come around and they came around the other day and I was having a party and uh, oh, of course, well, of course, he was, of course, course he was. Party boy Boudre, of course, party boy of
0: course, didn't get the invite,
4: <laughs> yeah. but I'm um, sure it was it's a good one. Sure of- it was <laughs> a little <laughs> sad as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
4: I, I was having a birthday party and oh, there was happy, a weekend. happy birthday. Oh. Happy birthday. Oh, birthday thanks, happy I had this huge industrial pipe that was pumping out shit from my front door <laughs> and people were just walking past this Thames Waterman <laughs> and then the Thames Waterman knocked on the part and said um, we're going to have to come back we've got to dump this lot it's a it's a bit it's a big one this week (laughs) (laughs) it's more than
2: 20p's
0: worth yeah exactly they must be able to get to the root of
4: no so they are going to dig up the road next week uh, to solve the actual problem but in the just because you
3: poo so big
4: (laughs) yeah I mean it it does correlate with when we moved in so it's difficult (laughs) to say who's who's to blame (laughs) Well, this is anyway all, absolutely this, ruined the party this is all the working Shit. from home though i mean it is it's a
2: problem isn't it in the household lose, it's a bit like and i've talked talked about this before that i i'm going through slippers at a rate of knots more than i expected to you know it's the the, the household lose are under a tremendous strain <laughs> now because people who would have gone out for you know 10 hours in their day to work yeah Are now using, you know, having their ablutions in in the in the loo in the house. Have we thought about this? Thirty percent. Exactly. Are we going to have like a Goonies style situation, you know, (laughs) where suddenly houses are going to rocket into the sky from the amount of feces building up under the
4: you know under the pipes? Is that what's going to? I mean. with, with well, look, these, mate, this is,
2: these are the sort of things we should be solving here on this podcast
4: Thames water will be around any minute to come pump my shit So I can ask him whether it's a big problem in the air yeah, <laughs> <this, if> it's <laughs> across we get the this, capital
0: We should get this finished actually before the pumping starts Because it what happen <laughs> with our sound quality <laughs> Right, I'm going to start
2: today with uh, this message from Crystal, insurance deductible beef and she's got in touch via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. And what a great way to get in touch. Oh, yeah. Crystal writes Last spring, new neighbours yes. moved into the house right next to mine, and in the month or two after they bought the house, their basement flooded with sewage twice. So again, we're right on topic here. It's a real
4: themed episode here. <laughs> 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 she lives next door to two guys, a civil servant and a comedian. <laughs> Always having parties. <laughs>
2: One, yeah, one of our next door neighbours we've nicknamed Chris Shitty um, So, Their the basement flooded with sewage twice And the heavily pregnant wife in the couple Got a terrible case of poison ivy While clearing out the yard Don't hear a lot about poison ivy do you? Don't
3: no what I mean to, to,
2: to the point where That is the first time I've ever heard Poison <laughs> ivy you know in a real situation That isn't like the
0: Batman movie Sorry did you get a bad case of poison ivy Because of the sewage? No. no, no. I think those. Are, un-
2: I think those are unrelated. <laughs> Basement flooded <clears> with oh. sewage. She went out into the back garden to clear out the back garden. Got poison ivy. Oh, That's trench
3: foot. Is. Poison ivy. I know it's bad. Combat it?
2: gout. Um, so naturally, I felt even more terrible <laughs> than I, than I would have when a microstorm knocked the top off my very large backyard oak tree, sending it somersaulting across and into my roof before it landed in our shared driveway and hit the corner of their new house. The entire second floor of my house had to be rebuilt, and in the end, I had to move out for six months while this work was being carried out. The damage to their home was obviously much smaller, and was covered by my insurance. But in texting with the neighbour about the incident, she frequently mentioned the $1,000 insurance deductible and what a difficult expense that was on top of having just bought the house and then having so many problems with it. Ooh... She never explicitly asked me for money, but the topic came up a few times in that way about what a burden the deductible was. In the fog of trauma, and I, and I think my sense that I wanted to do something in the midst of nothing meaningful being done to my own home, not to mention feeling terribly guilty that this cost had been imposed on them, even if it was an accident I couldn't control, I decided to give them $500 to pay half the deductible. Wow. She accepted it happily and thanked me profusely, again mentioning it in the text, what a burden the unexpected expense had been. Okay, here we go. Imagine my surprise when I stopped by the house to meet with the contractor a few weeks later and these neighbours pulled up in a brand new Mercedes Benz. (laughs) Oh my! (laughs) They already had a nice car! (laughs) So it's not as if they upgraded from a junker and obviously my $500 wouldn't have given them the ability to buy a luxury vehicle. But it's hard to see that car now and not think about what <laughs> dire financial straits she said they were in at the time. I obviously don't know the full story. Maybe they want it on a game show. Maybe they're ridiculously irresponsible with finances. And I don't regret giving them the money because it did feel like the right thing to do at the time. My question is this. Because this seems to be their first house, they're meticulous with everything, down to little things like sweeping the driveway regularly in a Sisyphean attempt to keep the leaves off it. I am less so, and I'm now wondering how much guilt-free laziness my $500 gift to them affords me, particularly with the assumption that they didn't really need the money in the first place. In my imagination, every time I do something annoying like going too long without mowing the lawn or leaving something in the driveway that should have been put away, they're forced to think... Ah but she did give us all that money. I'm thinking I've bought myself 2 years of being kind of a shitty neighbor before I start trying a little harder, but I would welcome any feedback on whether I'm correct. Thanks. Crystal.
3: Wow. Hey, well thank that's you Crystal. Amazing.
2: That is a wow. phenomenal story. And a lot what to a go journey. on there. What a journey, yeah. You think it's going to be about the sewage? It's not about the sewage. You think it's going to be about the poison unrelated. ivy? It's It's not, not about that. It's just God is in the details and crystal does not spare us them. And the God was Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pick through it. First of all, Steve, if you're in that situation, would you have paid any of the money?
4: No, I don't think I would have actually. Um, but that's my own personal financial Um, situation I guess if I don't know how much money has Crystal got like she got she never really elaborated on what her bank balance is but um. (laughs) we do always ask our listeners if you do get in touch please tell us what your current bank balance is
2: and and your account number
4: (laughs) mother's made a name including savings accounts
0: last three digits yeah we are just an
4: elaborate phishing scheme Steve that's what we that's what this is I think That she's actually done the right thing. You know, I probably wouldn't have done it because I wouldn't have felt that guilty. I would have been like, look, accidents happen. You know, trees fly around. You got to deal with that. You know, that's not my... But I think in terms of keeping the relationship for the long term, because you've got to assume they're going to be neighbours for a a few years and they've already got the sewage system. That's, you know, not a great start. I think 500 quid is probably worth it because they're going to be taking Amazon orders in for them. You know, like there's stuff they could... There's, there's, it's worth it just for you that. You need
2: your neighbours on side, don't you? You do need your neighbours on yeah. side.
0: But for how long? How long is the subscription? I'd say five years. I'd say $100 a year. Mm. I think I think $100 to be yeah. uh, a lazy neighbour gets you, yeah, you know, like a year's worth, I'd yeah. say. So I, I, think, I think you can relax yeah. into this and have five years. I will say this. I think... A, it was a force majeure, right? It was. It wasn't like anything. To it, it was a storm that hit a tree that hit their house. Yeah. And whether you were there or not, that would have happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, you are quids in. You gave them that five hundred quid, You didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. You are. You are up. Well, quids out. You're, oh, yeah. Sorry, You're five hundred quids out. <laughs> so, so, but you, you know, you you have you you had no obligation to do that. Mm. but I will say this is the car because they've have they're having the kid like they they probably had to get that car anyway I don't uh, think that car I know they said it's a Mercedes Benz but I, I, in my head I, I don't think it's like a fucking you know convertible two seater we've won the lottery kind of car is it like is it that they've had a kid or they're having a kid so they've bought they had to buy they've a big, probably they
4: got it on lease, lease and it's yeah, they've, they've got it on lease and it's £500 a
0: month They've got it on. You've you've bought them a month of that car, probably.
2: <laughs> which means you should be able to borrow it whenever you like for the next thirty days. You get a month's <laughs> worth
0: of use of the car, basically.
2: Yeah, or five years of being a lazy neighbour. I, you know what? I think five is, is 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 you could you could go further than that. I reckon I can ten years because think about this, right? That's fifty fifty dollars a year. If if your neighbours, right. <laughs> We're giving you, yeah. every Christmas, a Christmas card with $50 in it, that's good for the rest of the year, isn't it?
0: If, if they knocked on the door and said, look, mate, if I bung you 50 quid, will you just lay <laughs> off about my t- untidy front garden?" You'd be like, fucking hey mate. Of course I will.
4: <laughs> I'll, take that, I'll take that 50 notes any day of the week. So, you know... That, but I would I think... also be wondering why they're not using that money to pay for a gardener. They could have just solved the problem.
2: <laughs> yeah, but 50 yeah. quid's not going to go that far for a year, is it? <laughs> It's, you, you, you're, you're paying 50, 50 quid every you know every month to a gardener there's it no would way
0: really, <laughs> it'd be a really funny thing to do to move into a house and knock on next door and be like is 50 quid just leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, I'll be back I'll be back this time next year 50 quid don't you don't we don't have to chat we don't have to do the niceties you just leave me the fuck alone and don't bother me with any of this shit there's 50 quid <laughs> It'd be a hell of a thing to call. I I like the idea of that, yeah. I I mean, I... I I I, I,
2: I don't have a lot of respect. My worry would be that once I started, I'd never stop and I'd bankrupt myself. (laughs) I'd just be walking around with like 50 quid in in loads of different envelopes. Every time someone came up to me and wanted to have a chat, I'd say, look, here's 50 quid. Just piss off (laughs) until eventually I'd be living on the street.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, how different is this to just paying off people who have accusations against you? It's not. It's it's not far off. You make a good point there. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's multiple neighbours. I've got about six neighbours that I would potentially have to pay off. That's a three hundred pound expense. that's too much. Yeah, that's that's two camden junglers isn't it like that's a lot of you know a lot to pay for your neighbors <laughs>
2: to use the parlance of the club comic there it's great great to have live comedy back <laughs> um,
4: Matthew. Also, it shows how long having haven't for because jogglers has been around about five years <laughs>
0: yeah. I as you I was say it's about 12 podcast records isn't it i think that's about right <laughs> <laughs> to, to the guys with the garden do you feel responsible
3: then to
0: the guys with the garden,
3: to the, the neighbours for the state of your garden.
2: Do I feel responsible to? to yeah, my like if, you're, if
3: you haven't mowed your your lawn for a couple of months, would you be like, oh, what would the neighbours think?
0: A little bit, yeah. If yeah. everyone else's garden is looking good, yeah. on the street, you, you definitely notice. And, if yours is and the- yours yours is bringing the neighbourhood down, then mm. yeah. You, want, you know, your, like you know, if your bushes are going over the fence and stuff like that, then yeah, you feel you, like you're. So you're, luckily, you're luckily for me, like we've them.
4: got a crack house. We've got a crack house just like four doors down. <laughs> that so is it. lucky. It really, it really <laughs> takes the heat off us.
2: That's it. You, yeah. Th- th- this is this is maybe Crystal's problem. Maybe she's moved into too Crystal nice meth. an area. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a
4: nickname.
0: Maybe she's <laughs> moved into too is nice Is that area. where you is that where you are till
4: half three in the morning? Be honest. Yeah, at the crack house. Yeah, they're nice guys. They suggested I do the podcast. Actually, they're the ones who. <laughs> <Breaking> <laughs> We've had all those guys on
2: already. Actually, yeah, all the other guys in the yeah. crack house. You're the last guy from the crack house to complete
0: the set. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I think the answer to this is an amount, isn't it? Really, I think, I, like I, I think that's the solution is either asked to use their car for a month that's that's one of the options or yeah. allow yourself ten years of being a shitty neighbor i' i think i've got another
2: think? I've got another plan oh no right it's a slightly different plan and it's it 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 verges into what you'd call the world of the illegal <laughs> but it's a plan nevertheless oh, no. okay right you go round their garden and just start soaring away very imperceptibly <laughs> you know like with a very thin Wire or, or like just store away at the what, bottom of their a tree, ch- a cheese cutter, like a cheese cutter, yeah, yeah, like a cheese cutter. I think but your fingers? Yeah, are you're gonna doing go it before like, the trunk. Does. <laughs> you do you it a bit cheese by, cutter you, their own. You sure shank it, but you don't do it all over. You don't do it all overnight. You do it bit by bit. Every every time you get a chance, you know
0: they're all, they're away for the weekend. Getting their cheese cutter away. You sure shank th- it? You go over there. You carve red was here <laughs> into the trunk, <laughs> and then you consider suicide on their
2: driveway. <laughs> no, but you. And, and But you're, you're doing it at the angle so that it's going to hit the corner of your house, right? Right? And then they're going to think, oh, right, well, we're going to have to pay them some money. But then when you talk about your um, insurance deductible, you make it 1,500 quid or 15,000 quid, whatever it would be. And that way, then you get the money back.
0: I was thinking a bit more that scene in The Big Lebowski where John Goodman just gets a tyre iron and just smashes up the car. This is what happens when you fuck a man in the ass. Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> like that, fuck a stranger you know, in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd of have course. a different vibe. It'd have a different vibe to it. Yeah, but I think it's kind of a similar. Mm. You know don't let them get away with this kind of message
2: right so again but if yeah. you're if you, if you if Crystal, if, you, if you're thinking of committing criminal damage there's either cheese wire the tree or <laughs> a slightly a, a straighter route
4: or which is cheese wire the car cheese wire the
2: car <laughs> <laughs>
4: either, either way, way it's got to be a cheese wire. wire yeah it's
2: got to be a cheese wire we've got all this cheese wire we've got to get rid of
4: <laughs> if you're thinking a 10 year kind of uh, leeway to- of being a shit neighbour yeah is that going to carry over if they move house you know like you have to explain to the new neighbour that you did pay off the previous year, you've got that's three true year. actually you've got three yeah. years left on the contract you know like how
3: or you have to go on yeah. and go like sorry you're going to have to pay me about $250 for the <laughs> for the years in lieu yeah
4: yeah
3: had you know, I known yeah, I would have been like off. doubly bad for half the amount of time
2: it's it's protection money again you go to them and say look it's 250 <laughs> quid otherwise I'm the neighbour from hell for two minutes. Otherwise I'm gonna
0: cheese cut your fucking. Free, <laughs> yeah, mate. you can hold
2: the cheese cutter in your hands as you're saying it to them. Just be sort of working it back and forth, you know. Just to what,
0: on your own neck. Not on your own neck. I'm just
2: saying i <laughs> wh- I'm just saying like in the, into the air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, here's this is we have we thought of this. Crystal, have right. you considered cheese wiring your own head off? <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna, gonna send a message, it certainly is. It's I, I don't know what the message <laughs> is, it's a very confused one. Cheese wire your own head off, but make sure your head lands on the top of their car. <laughs> Stand on the top of their porch. <laughs>
0: and as they're I leaving, it was at wasn't it? Beef solved? Beef solved.
3: From a sorting like beef solved! solved. Beef <laughs>
1: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
2: Steve, you've got one of these. Would you like to read yours out? Absolutely. Um, Let me get it up. So, hi, gang, big fan of the show. Oh, Oh, thanks, Steve. But now, could you read the message out from (laughs) the listener?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Thanks. My partner and I have recently moved into our first home. A really exciting time for us both, and we absolutely loved our first couple of weeks here. However, each time we visited the house, we commented on our next-door neighbours to be strange vibes. Fast forward to the day we actually move in, I pop over to introduce myself to the new neighbour. We learn a bit about each other. Steve is a retired policeman who spends all day chinning, chinning, chinning to chin, chinning Biff's on his drive and cleaning his car. Wait, sorry, the man biff. Ch- ch- sorry, I got chinning biffs. Isn't that the plot? Yeah, I wasn't back sure back whether you guys were looking at me going, well, you know what
3: chinning is, Steve. Um, what's chinning? Well, chinning's like downing something, right? But I don't know what the fuck a biff is. Well, a is chinning beers? Really- chinning a bifter? A bifter? He's not smoking
0: well, weed, chinning, is he? But
2: you
3: wouldn't chin. You wouldn't chin a biff. I'm, I'm, I'm typing...
2: Chinning biffs. biffs. You
0: wouldn't steal a car.
2: I'm typing chinning chin biff. biffs into... Uh, into no. how
0: are they spelling
4: b How are they spelling biffs? B I double F S. Chinning biffs. think that's an autocorrect of beer. Yeah, I mean, but who is but Who's typing the biffs? has been more, excellent
2: otherwise. Who's typing biffs more than beer? You know, <laughs> and it's to the point where it's autocorrecting that every time he's like biffs fancy fancier
4: biff. It
2: can't that I can't mean, be I think he's
4: American. I think he's American this person, so maybe it's a uh, okay. Colloquial. Could right. Chinning biffs. Anyway, they're chinning biffs whatever the, so the neighbour's chin biffs on his drive and cleaning his car. So he probably isn't drunk if he's cleaning the car. The man literally does nothing else, nothing. He always, He's always on the drive when we arrive home and when we go to work. He's there in the middle of the night and he's there when I first wake up. He loves his car and he looks pretty house proud. There isn't a blade of grass out of position on his drive and its flowers are perfectly arranged. Nothing wrong with that, of course. Of course. Of course when leaving of course. for work one day this week Steve collars me on the drive alright mate I've got, I'm going for a cockney cause gonna the, say, um, where, where is this American dis- disappeared <laughs> to here second ago he said I think so, they're American and now it's he, gr- he grew up in West Ham he moved out to California um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> alright mate, I need, All right, mate James, I need a word with you alright mate I need a word with you is it James Corden <laughs> <laughs> You know yeah, how can can sing a song? Love to ch- chin a biff. Wash... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right mate, I need a word with you. I don't want us to fall out, but your cat has been causing some damage to my property. Ooh. Of course, I was immediately embarrassed and asked to know more. Your cat has been spraying my bushes, killing them, staring at my carp, and even taking a shit in my flower bed. <laughs> of course, I can... <laughs> Staring at the carp is an interesting one, isn't it? Um, Of course, I continued continued the charade of embarrassment. I jokingly suggested that I'd have a word with the cat, but I think this (laughs) angered him. Steve's now angry. He went on to explain, I found your cat in my kitchen yesterday, licking the chopping board. And when he spotted me... (laughs) Oh, I love this cat. It's great. Licking the chopping board. And when he spotted me, he panicked... Tried to escape out the window, knocked over the mug tree, smashing several mugs, and ripped my blinds. Fuck it out. Of course, I was genuinely embarrassed by this and immediately offered to pay any damage that the cat may have caused.
0: $500. He then
4: did that dead blokey <laughs> thing of saying, well, it's not really about the money, it's just not been able to feel relax in my own house (laughs) I can't feel relaxed
0: because I'm being terrorized by a cat under siege from this cat I mean I've said my sympathies swung the other way actually this neighbor's been absolutely haunted by this cat (laughs) licking his fucking chopping board (laughs) in his own home
2: it's a bit you know a a licked chopping board is very much like a second-hand toilet brush isn't it You've got to bin it. Yes. Once you know the chopping board's been licked by uh, by somebody else's cat.
4: Yeah, not your cat.
2: Not your cat.
4: Yep.
0: Cats I mean, fucking lick all sorts, don't they? They're always cats, licking, they lick their own bits. They lick their own bits. Rubbership chopping board. <laughs> their own bits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're always chitting their own bits with their mouth. <laughs> oh mate I was
3: so happy last night I managed to chin my own bit (laughs) finally Clarky after all these
0: years did you have a rib removed that's what they say (laughs) gotta have your rib removed
4: (laughs) Um, Um, anyway he goes on. on he has since suggested that he might need to find a solution to this problem and I'm sure I spotted a maniacal glint in his eye
2: what he th- had a, know, bit he wired, he? a bit of cheese wire didn't he was wearing
4: a bit of cheese wire across his throat she was licking my cheese board
0: <laughs> I could barely I could barely
4: cut the cheese after that anyway go, no, go on. <laughs> I, am, I am now fearing for my cat's safety and I'm constantly on edge in case they pop into his garden what should we do thanks everyone Connor
0: Amazing I mean, stuff. What a
4: dilemma! This mm. is
3: this is good stuff. I mean, this the, uh, American like beef is is good oh beef. Prime.
2: Can I can I just say I'm not I, I I I'm not sure this is an American beef. I don't know where you're getting American from. Yeah, you where know what?
4: It, I don't know where I got that from. I, Cause cause I I, the phrase
2: I, "dead blokey" doesn't come across to me as um, being yeah. a particularly American phrase. Mug trees, but chilling the, the beef, chilling the beef. <laughs> 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 chilling the biff that's maybe it's maybe they just spent a little bit of time in california
0: maybe it's scottish <laughs> amongst the surfing community could be <laughs> it could, could, be be, could be scottish yeah if, yeah if it was like if you found out that in glasgow they say chilling the biff you'd be like yeah i buy that what does it mean um, though i'll buy that so you don't biff, biff my chin god, god knows um so um This sounds like the premise for the kind of comedy that Robert De Niro makes these days. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yep,
2: yeah, absolutely. He is—he's a, a, a grumpy man who's shuffling out to get his uh, newspaper off the front lawn, and his newspaper was yeah. all chewed up. And up in the tree, there's a cat going, and he's like, "Oh no, yeah. oh, that, oh that cat, I'm gonna, I'm going one and day, get
0: I'm gonna Dead so your cat, and, d- d-. Yeah.
2: That
0: your cat. I'm watching your cat. Like it's—it's it's exactly the kind of thing that Tenorio has no problem churning out these there's, days. There's going to be at least one
2: scene where. The, the neighbor comes home and finds De Niro is stuck with his head through the cat flap, <laughs> yeah. and he claims yeah, that yeah, he claims that the cat started it all. Oh, I'd, so, watch. So. I'd watch this. I'd watch it actually.
3: Catastrophe.
2: <laughs> Catastrophe. I love it. Yeah. Christ. So, um, what, what are we saying? What's the, what's the suggestion? What's the solution to this biff chinning maniac who wants revenge on your lovely cat? Well,
0: hang on now, I. I, I think there's two ways of looking at this and I think you're looking at it that way there's another way of looking at it there's one maniac in this story and it's the <laughs> fucking cat mate <laughs> like, that, cat, that cat has got issues it's staring at carp it's fucking licking the chopping boards staring at carp is yeah.
3: legit I mean why else buy carp if not to stare at them what's he doing with them he's
0: eyeballing them yeah, though, and but... he's not admiring them he's not going lovely relaxing no. carp he's, 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 he's giving that carp looks like I'm going to fucking kill you mate yeah <laughs> It's like the fucking, you know, guy Sean. You know, he's the he's the bad guy in prison who's, you know, jumping the queue to use the phone. I'm, on, exactly I'm, exactly I'm, I'm very
2: confused at this film. Now. <laughs> can, can I say, by the way, one of the least one of the, 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 one, of the, one of the one of the least aggressive prison crimes is jumping the queue to use the phone. When I think of when I think of go, like my, my fears about going to prison, way down the list is what if someone cuts in line when I'm trying to use the phone? It's more like being shanked, mate. What is this? Well,
3: that's how they're cutting in line, though.
2: <laughs> All right, it's, a, sh- it's a shank. shanking line. line. <laughs>
0: Shanked in the line, oh, what your time. Body in time. Okay, chin your biff now. Lick your chopping board. I chin my biff and I shanked in the line. Fugierus chucks the best parties, doesn't he? He really does. <laughs> For, unfortunately, I was just pumping shit, so I didn't really get to be a part of it. Um, right. So I think you've got to look at this cat. I think cat therapy. You got to look at maybe getting a tag on the cat. Get that cat in line, man. What do you mean a tag on a cat? No, the cat? No, but the cat's just being a cat. The cat will explore. That's what a cat will do. Cats.
2: Cats cats. Want, cats want to explore. They want to, You know, that if they see some carp, they're, the going, cats, they're going to watch what? them. They're the
0: going to fish. Have, cats have carte blanche. You, you can't don't. go. Well, it's a cat. That cat just beat up my baby. Well, no, no no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
3: <Like a> <laughs> this the
0: chopping board.
3: Start licking the, the baby.
0: <laughs> It's licking the chopping board. It's, it's marking its ter- territory. It's smashing <laughs> mug trees. It's staring at carp. Definitely we'll shitting in the flower bed as well. Huge.
4: Yeah. Huge. In the I, I mean, I what think I'm saying so...
3: as well is what kind of noise. Like, would. Did he, did he startle the cat to the point? Like, I've never seen a cat wig you've out you've never
4: seen a cat
0: oh sorry <laughs> I was going to say bloody hell Clark you've led a really shone life. life what are we talking about right now I'm just I can't <laughs> imagine <it.
3: laughs> so you've never I seen a cat too much sorry wait, I, wait. I think that he I think that he, he he went mental at the cat and that's why the cat like wigged out and and like ripped a blind that. and smashed a, a mug tree. It's not. It's not like a normal startled cat.
2: Just yeah. a cat would suddenly do just that. just run out the room normally. If I
0: if I walk into a room, and I don't own an animal, <laughs> and there's a fucking animal on the side in in my room, I would probably fucking startle that animal. Just go have shoo, like, Just I go want, shoo, yeah there you go something like that and then he fucking uh, and then he no that's, not what, off into that's the not what this guy's
2: done right anyway listen Steve Steve reckons he's got not just one but two solutions talk us through
4: them yeah I, well, I think there's two options here the cat's life in danger um, there's a witness a, a, relocation a, I, think I a, <laughs> man, a maniacal a maniacal neighbour I would either you can go one or two ways you can either buy more cats to really confuse the situation um, so I'm talking <laughs> three or four more cats to just you're talking just, cat gang <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry yeah I'm saying
2: outnumber the neighbour and are That's you thinking the, the cat should all look as close to the original cat as possible
0: or do you want to get exactly a, yeah okay right so,
4: it, so it's like a, its they're like doubles so basically you won't know who's trying to kill
0: and like the, like you the end get. of the three amigos <laughs> <laughs> exactly
4: okay and actually this isn't the worst end to the Robert De Niro film <laughs> no <laughs> multiple cats yes yeah so that's that's one solution I think just confuse him baffle him you know loads of cats second option um, is kill the cat that's the other option yeah. get rid of the cat yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. do it yourself before he gets oh
2: hurt God. himself <laughs> So you're saying, basically, kill the cat in front of the neighbour to show the neighbour who's boss? (laughs) (laughs) Cheese wire, cheese wire again. You're (laughs) not on the chopping
4: block. You're not going to kill my cat. I'll kill my cat. Can I just say, of of those
2: two ideas, I think I'm more inclined to the buy more cats. I think that more so than murdering a a poor, defenceless animal. I can't imagine, no matter how annoyed my neighbours got with Cosmo, that I would
0: want to murder her. Do you not think the middle ground is rehabilitate the cat before you execute it? Give the cat a chance, <laughs> you know, to 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 mend its ways.
3: How are you rehabilitating a cat, Tom?
0: Uh, like training the cat, therapy with the cat, <laughs> le- get a leash on the cat. Trained. I I I can't believe we're in a world where we just give cats carte blanche and go. Well, you know, it's a cat in it. You can, you, can, like if, you can toilet train a cat. You can you train a cat to use either the litter tray
2: or to. Or uh, your neighbour's flower bed. You, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> right. here's the thing. Let's be honest. Yeah. Have you trained the cat? You know, t- is this something that is, is the fault with you? You know, are we blaming the parents here? Have the parents, I mean, you know, yeah. allowed this cat Nature to run? Nurture up? It? it is. It really is. Yeah.
0: Physic, hear thyself. Oh, no. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Physician. Heal thyself? What is it? It's, I mean, I know what the phrase is, but it doesn't apply to this situation.
2: Um, <laughs> doctor, the, the, look after so your own cat. <laughs> doctor, look your it? own cat. Is the, it's the yes, old fashioned. Yes.
0: Doctor, doctor. Is it, oh, look after your own cat. But doctor, I am the cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I am, yeah. That, well, if listen, I don't think I'm pretty sure that, that uh, I can't remember who, who it is he wrote this in, but um, I don't think they're saying. Also, I'm the cat at the end of it. <laughs> I mean,
3: Connor. It'd Connor be a Connor. twist.
2: Connor, if you're if you're if you are the cat, then that's absolutely amazing because not only have you managed to um, lick a chopping board, you also managed to send an email. Did not Jeffrey Archer impressive. write
0: a whole novel where at the end you found out it's a cat? Really? I think so. Did he write *Mog*? Was that his *Prism*? I think Geoffrey Archer wrote a novel, and then I don't think so. I think I think the *Prism* was about a guy who cuts in the line to use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was writing about experience. I'm pretty sure there's a novel, or maybe it's a short story anyway. But you've, the twist at the end is, by the way, I'm not. I don't think he says, "By the way, I'm a cat," but it's like, <laughs> "Meow" <laughs> or something. There's a big spoiler. Um, anyway, yeah. So look. What are we, what are our, what are our options here to get a bit of closure?
2: Well, I, 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 think there's, there's a, a, a compromise between, like you say, buying, uh, so murdering a cat, and I think a little bit of training for your cat, and also training can be a pleasant thing. I know a lot of people who, um, you know, think, oh, training involves like, you know, shooting your cat with a water pistol or something like that every time they do something naughty, but actually, just re- reward them with treats. Give them better chopping boards in your house, <laughs> then they wouldn't Great. have to go. They wouldn't have to go to chopping yeah. boards elsewhere. If you've got, why a nice would they eat of- out for burgers when they've got steak at home? Exactly. So if you get a little chopping board full of lovely little treats, little bits of little bits of fish and all that kind of stuff, all this sort of good stuff, but carp. Right.
4: carp, lovely
2: bits. Get of- the carp from next door. <laughs> kill a carp. Yeah, absolutely. Kill multiple. <laughs> buy multiple carp and kill all of them. Chop them up. Give them some carp sushi. Then that's then then you can have you know train them to train them not to go. I mean I think the going into other people's houses, that's only going to happen if what you've got in your house isn't good enough. Ditto, train them to use a loo. Amen. Amen. I agree. Nice. All right.
4: All right. Or buy three more cats. I think both good options. <laughs> or buy three more cats or murder a cat. Beef solved. <laughs> <laughs> from the sorting, I beef! beef solved hey clarky
0: read out your beef for <laughs> yeah. me um
3: okay i've got whiffy beef from stew via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com get in touch please. get in touch guys um evening beef brothers and friends uh i need your advice on let's call it whiffy beef i'm an illustrator and work in a middle-sized art studio Came in the other day and was taken aback by the sight of several of those car air fresheners shaped like trees hanging from one guy's angle poised lamp. Obviously, this was to poke fun at his awful BO. Oh, Oh no! But he didn't get the hint. People are now not only moaning about his BO, but are now laughing behind his back. How could you guys get this delicate problem diffused without hurting anybody? Man, this is a this is a this sad, is sad, tough This is a
2: sad beef, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Oh, you
3: can imagine pine needles with an undertone of BO. This needs sorting. Help.
0: Cheers, stew. You... Right. Well, I'd find out whoever the cunt was who'd done the air freshener trick. And I'd shit on their desk. <laughs> <laughs> beef <For> stars. Starters.
4: <laughs> For starters <laughs> shouldn't have biff. <laughs>
2: <'Cause> that, is... <laughs> that is one biff that's not going on chin tonight <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a low blow that's that's bullying isn't it
3: yeah that's awful it, that's is, like it is it
0: is playground tactics that is yeah and yeah you know i mean i know the art community yeah. is supposed to be quite
4: you know catty but that's also wow. playground <laughs> bullying isn't it like sort of hippie artists in an art studio aren't known for their hygiene so it can't just be the only guy who's, who's smelling <laughs> I mean that's what I was going to say it's like what kind of fucking
0: artist are you if you've got a problem with BO do you think fucking yeah. Jackson Pollock had links on no Jackson <laughs> Pollock's going fucking batshit crazy with his fucking do you think Picasso smelled good yeah if you look at he if stank. you look at the most famous artists
2: <laughs> they all look like they absolutely hum you know like um Salvador <laughs> Dali <Darley. laughs> There's no, you absolutely right. There's no way, you know. He's cutting off bits of his own hair and twiddling it into his his moustache. He's jizzing while he's working. He must absolutely... <laughs> he must fucking st- stink like a bloody old pot noodle. I, I swear to God. I think you're absolutely right. You've got to deal with it. It's like pain is good for art. Yeah, the worst totally. position an artist can be in is a comfortable one. That's what Picasso said, isn't it? And I think That's if you're it. if you're sat next to somebody and you're breathing in, you know, uh, all sort of lavender and all that kind of you know nonsense, <laughs> you're probably sat next. You're probably sat next to an old lady. But, but apart from that, you're you're not going to be uh, pushed to the to the realms of being the best creative you can. You've got to be in an uncomfortable position. There's no That's way you're going to create and Van
4: Van Gogh, exactly. Van Gogh, he stank of he stank of rotting it. Like he <laughs> <laughs> famously Byron, did, did he keep it? Did he keep it in his pocket?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he gave it. Didn't he give it? Did he give it to his wife or something? I think he Did gave he it. post it to a lover?
2: Yeah, I think he posted it to a lover. Yeah. Um, Ooh. that's a huge swing, isn't it? You know, with <laughs> that's the, a big old. That's that's a big well, early,
4: early dick pic. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Did you just mail me your bit? <laughs> um Yeah, no, I think the the, the the worst thing about this is the now Stu seems like he's uh, a sort of decent guy but doesn't really want to rock the boat. Okay? So he's not part of the he's not part of the bullying gang. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt here, Stu. Yeah, that
3: certainly seems to be implied.
0: But I don't think you can um I think solidarity to your fellow artists, stop washing. Uh, that's Ooh. why I was going to
3: say, out BO the BO, and be like, yeah. like you were saying, like, oh, you don't have BO. What are you, a terrible artist or something?
0: Yeah. I'd put loads of air fresheners yeah. on my own. I'd I'd like I'd like to do it to myself I'd put loads of air fresheners on my lamp not wash for a fucking week and just spend the whole time eyeballing the rest of the cunts (laughs) I'd fucking love it man I'd just be illustrating just staring them all out fucking smelling my own pits you fucking call yourself artist you cunts (laughs) go home to mum and dad you don't know what art is it's about fucking soil under the fingernails you fucking part-time cunts I'd love it I would yeah I'm all about this, Tom can I ask
2: have you been doing this already because that, that that it does sound quite a lot like the uh, the the pre-gig chats used to have with us before we go on the stage at the Edinburgh
3: Festival soil, <laughs> you, you soiled your I, fingernails again Barry
0: it's what I say to my wife and daughter before I come into the broom cupboard to record a podcast <laughs> Daddy's an artist, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Think
2: you're the only one who can shit themselves? Well, think again, all right? And I'm not even wearing a nappy. No safety net. No safety net for for Parry here. No safety net.
0: Oh, by the way, Clarky Crosby, I've posted envelopes for you. You'll get them in a few days. I haven't haven't heard a word you guys have been saying so far in this one. I'm keeping my headphones on for a reason.
2: That reminds me. I do have to pop over to my neighbours because they took a package in for me the other day and they've been treating me really nicely
0: Ever since <laughs> <laughs> that's 500 quid right there, um, I yeah, you need to remind them what fucking art's about. Do you know what I mean? Awful scenes in the art studio.
4: <laughs> Is it Stuart? Is that his name? Stu,
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. He needs to do something because in action. Is what you know? Like bad things happen when good people do nothing, and that's this you it. know doing nothing will. He's he's condoning the bullying. Silence yeah, is violence. Yeah.
3: Whose side you're coming down think, on? We're all coming down on the side Pull yourself uh, up. The, move the the your table so it's
4: closer to the Bo table. Yeah. Yeah. And and just solidarity with him. You know. It's got to be like solid. And, and, and. It's got to be solidarity. Yeah. Beef solved. Beef solved. Beef, the sorting leg you beef! Beef solved. If it wasn't an art studio, that guy would have to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If this was like any, any other workplace, then, oh, my God, you've got to have a word with yeah. the smelly guy. Stinky Pete has got a gut. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. Sat next to that all day, trying to do the accounts. Nightmare.
4: Especially when it gets in the air conditioning in the, in the office building, it starts yeah. circulating.
2: Oh, wait, for a second there, I thought you meant like the bloke was crawling around
3: like uh, John McLean. <laughs>
4: it's like, that's a
3: separate problem. <laughs> we know exactly where you are, mate. Just because you're in an air vent doesn't mean... <laughs> Put your shoes back on, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, when was the
2: last time you washed that vest? <laughs> right. Um, Steve. Do you have a beef that you would like uh,
4: us to solve? Yeah. I is it about it. the shits in so, your
0: front garden?
4: No. Ironically, that's not even in my top two beefs at the moment. That's where, <laughs> that's where my life is at the moment, Tom. Um, I, uh, so my new housemate, um, he's a very nice man. But he and we've been friends for like ten years, right? So I thought I knew him. I thought I knew everything about him. I was aware of what, what the flaws of our relationship might be going into the, the house move. But what I've discovered when I've got here is he h- loves burning stuff like more than I would want oh. in a in a house. He has he's bought an incinerator, uh, which is basically a a metal tin uh, that sits outside, and he just burns stuff rather than recycling it so we're talking any cardboard from an amazon order like not even stuff that's burnable he he, he was burning aluminium the other day and, he just <laughs> just <started to> be- <laughs> and i get home from gigs and, I, and he's just there next to a roaring incinerator just on his own drinking a beer and just chucking cardboard into it and it causing huge environmental damage in the process and i don't know what to do about it i don't know how to i don't know if i live with a pyromaniac
2: have you talked to him about this burning thing have you said how long's the incinerator been in the picture?
4: We owned an incinerator before we owned a microwave. That's how <laughs> high
0: priority. And then as soon as you bought the microwave, straight in the incinerator.
4: Um, yeah. Is who's the incinerator...
0: Cooking who? Is it, are we talking about a, like a chimney? Are we talking about like a... Is it like an iron kind of thing with a
4: spout? Um uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. I'm looking at it now. It's a. It's a sort of basically a metal bin with little holes in the bottom, and then a, a sort of. The uh, lid. The lid with, the yeah.
0: has like a funnel in it.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, so it's chimp- an
0: incinerator. Yeah. It's not like a. It's not a chimney. It's an incinerator. Yeah. It's sin- So it's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a metal yeah. bin. It's like a metal bin with holes in the bottom and a little funnel spout in the dustbin lid. Yeah. Because that's different yeah, exactly, to a chimney. Exactly. Yeah because i'd say because my dad's big into chimneys and that's more like you know it's a friday night let's have a fire in the back garden sit around it tell tales and drink a beer
4: that feels it feels a bit more or a fire pit people have this is it's friday night let's destroy some shit like that's that's what that is wow um
2: do you think he's burning loads of stuff but into all of that throwing in things that might incriminate him in crimes yeah because like do you know because like if he's like well i just burn everything just so happens that yeah there's going to be a few human teeth in there that's just the way it goes and burn everything don't i so like it's just my thing it feels like you know if he's setting fire to like gloves or workman's clothes or stuff like that then it feels like maybe the aluminium is just to cover for the well, I mean, it is a cover; it's the lid. But the um, it's just a it's just a sort of front for all of the other stuff he has to burn for to sort of yeah. keep keep him a high ranking civil servant uh, out of the
4: uh, you know, well, out of jail. It's very difficult to know because you know I'm not always here to witness the burning. That's the thing, guys. I can't watch the incinerator every day. You know, I don't know what else he's burning. I just know I come back sometimes, mm-hmm. and there's more ash in there than there was before. So <laughs> who knows what he's burnt? We also have a fire pit so we Whoa. had so there was a there was a stage where had no microwave but we did have a fire pit and an incinerator so he um, he, he he loves he, he loves fire but a fire
2: pit i think like you say like tom's dad has has got you know that's a social thing you know you, you're out there it is social three twenty three a.m doing your admin uh pissed out your mind you know just having, <laughs> well, a, actually, having a good you know, time
4: at my aforementioned birthday party we we're in the garden the fire pit was on it was a nice atmosphere tom Insisted in front of you know, well less than thirty guests for legal reasons, of course.
3: Um, sure, sure. For legal um, reasons,
2: that's why we didn't. <laughs> that's why we didn't make the. Didn't make the. Uh, cut that's the that's reason. Enough, <laughs> no, 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 legal <laughs> reasons.
0: Okay, Steve.
4: Okay, yeah. No sure. comedians were invited to the party. Um, Seems like a smart. Move. The Any podcasters. Um, yeah, it's a blanket <laughs> policy. I have. Um, yeah, Tom then fired up the incinerator, so we then had two fires going on and the incinerator is way more smoky it's you know and my guests you know they weren't really sure what was going on they didn't know why there was so much fire at the party and it's difficult to bring that up with someone you know because he's quite drunk and it's like it, that's the thing there's a link to the drinking as well it's like when he drinks he's more likely to start a fire and that worries me because we have got the whole garden is wooden decking so oh, no
2: <laughs> right right so it's it's going to be an inferno at some stage
4: yeah you know what one thing I would I say I I can show you that let me show yeah.
2: are we you're gonna, we're gonna get a, okay yeah that is that's wooden so, decking surrounded by the incinerator? surrounded by wooden fences yeah I can see the incinerator right by the back fence as well yeah. so if a little spark leaps yeah. off that
0: fence is going up and he'd like yeah. it big time if that fence goes yeah. up he's gonna watch it isn't he <laughs> yeah. he's gonna watch it burn
4: That's maybe that's why he's bought a a house with all wood outside. Just it's a future prospect.
3: It's tricky, isn't it? This
4: one. It is tricky because
3: part of me, uh, you already have the things I was initially going to suggest. You've got a fire pit. I was trying to kind of civilise it, but he's 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 clearly he needs like a nicotine patch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, and then also I was going to be well, you know. Putting decking down or or making it a more civilized space, but clearly he's got that as well. So the only other thing I was thinking is does not stop him. Maybe maybe he should leave well alone because maybe it's a niche he needs to scratch and this is the best possible way to scratch it. Because if you take away yes, the incinerator and he's got a a literal burning desire, what if he starts popping the fence on fire or? you know your sock drawer yeah it might it might be for the best that he's he's scratching that uh, that itch
4: yeah let him let him do the fire in a controlled bin (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean he's under a lot of
2: work stress we know that it's a stressful time for our for our dear civil servants it's a tricky time and if he is attempting to deal with the pandemic then maybe he just needs to let off steam in a way that you know bowling just won't cut it
0: is he someone who doesn't trust the recycling process? Because that's something I've been told on numerous times. Is like, actually, recycling's not that great, and they'll ship it off to China, and they'll just do bad things with it. And like, is is he kind of like? Is it that he knows
4: more than us? No, no, it's a, it's a complete <laughs> disregard for the, for the environment. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. He doesn't.
4: He mm. doesn't work in the environment department. You know, he doesn't care. Is there a yeah. is is there any chance he's burning like? Government
3: files and stuff.
4: As witty got him That's on the cover-up. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'd not even thought of that. That could be I like
0: session. Sh- it's like he's the guy who burns all the. He's cousin Greg. Dirt.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: he could be. He's the little. He's the. He's the, the patsy. He's the pawn. Who's if he's forced. high up? If he's high up in the civil service, fucking hell! You need to try and intercept some of these fires, Steve. Yeah, there could be a big story here. When he goes like out, you've got to go through
2: still? the embers. I tell you what, you might actually need to do is you might need to get yourself <laughs> uh, an incinerator cam, so that's per- like a small little cam that is permanently, f- like it's p- pretty much where you're sat, just in the in the plant behind you, just pointing out towards the garden, so you can see every time he goes out there. And If he's going out there with big old, you know, big old box files emptying in yeah. there, you know, in amongst all the aluminium and the, and the the Amazon boxes and stuff, then you know something's up. You could be the whistleblower. You could sa- Imagine. You, you could save the fate of the... Na- this is it. You could save the entire I,
4: nation. Are we sat in a parliamentary committee like Dominic Cummings going, well, I saw him emptying <laughs> yeah. uh, PPE, yeah. PPE gear into our... Dodgy PPE gear <laughs> into our incinerator. Exactly. Exactly. You
2: could be... You, you know what? I you know it's very rare that someone says I could be the next Dominic Cummings and means it in a positive way but you could be
4: I mean think what it would do for my yeah. profile <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just want people to know you um, uh, if, you could be really funny as well in that parliamentary like committee meeting and like people will be like oh and he's funny as well and then you get some bookings for it like squeezing a yeah, tight 5 out, around the evidence <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> S- segue into a bit of material straight down the lens you'll know where just, the camera is this is going out live just <laughs> slip,
4: <laughs> slip in my bit slip in my bit about shit sticks and just hope, hope it lands <laughs> live at the
0: Apollo live at the Apollo we've got to be watching surely because you know you know
2: uh, after he gave evidence Cummings has been booked for the next series of the stand-up sketch show eh? they loved
0: it oh, they
3: absolutely loved absolutely. it it was
0: brilliant they're going to recreate his trip to uh, oh, Castle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be quite nice. the Durham Drive. Yeah. Russell, R- Russell Kane in the front of a car. Oh, I can see it perfectly. <laughs> Lee McQueen playing his wife. It's going to be brilliant. Uh, it's going to be a real treat. Adam Rowe
2: checking his eyesight. <laughs> I think you've got to keep an eye on that man. We, we It's it's not beef solved, but this is a case we want to hear more about.
4: Beef
3: ongoing. Beef
4: ongoing. Yeah slow yes. cooking yeah well I'll update you what I'm hoping mm. what honestly what I'm hoping <laughs> is that because we've, we've just moved into the house there's a lot of packages and a lot of um, cardboard so I'm hoping it's a phase once we've got through the kind of moving period there'll be less things to burn but that you know we'll see
0: we'll see we I mean see. I'm a, I must admit as someone who's recently done a move I have to do lots of trips to the tip and it's a bore lake and there's yeah. fun in fire else, isn't there there is fun <laughs> so, in fire you can see where, you know, I can see where he's coming from, but it's, you know, it's not it's not good for the planet. It's not ideal, is it? Uh, but what is these days, eh? Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> oh, bloody planet's <laughs> getting right on my fucking nerves. Um, anyway, keep us informed. Beef ongoing.
2: So, Steve, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a real pleasure having you on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a lovely afternoon. Do you want to tell us before you go uh, about buffering... When is it on? Where can people see it? Yes. All of that kind of
4: stuff. Oh, yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I've got a sitcom coming out on ITV2 called Buffering Ooh. that I've written with Ian Sterling, um, who I think you've had on this show. We, ha- we have had I Ian have, Sterling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the a, show. a good good friend of the show. Nice guy. Great, great um, guy. He couldn't make it uh, today, yes. so were you. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually with him when he got the text at 8.45 I'm
2: going to really make these guys sweat for a little bit no wonder you let us <laughs> do, yeah it's when you send it's when um, I send the WhatsApp and then immediately delete it and have to take the word Ian out and then resend it with Steve in it <laughs> oh it's always bad
4: but you left you left the congratulations on the sitcom in there just to keep <laughs> yeah, it in exactly. yeah, general uh, yeah it's coming out August 5th uh, after Love Island which is convenient smart he, move it's the voice of yeah. Love Island oh great um so people could just get double Ian Sterling on a Thursday night from August 5th and then it all go up on the ITV Hub and people can watch it I I think it's good I'm really proud of it I hope people like it and I'm actually terrified that they won't like it and uh, I will read about it online
2: Uh, ignore all of that just if you're if you're really happy with it that's all that counts that's that's it I can't wait to see
4: it it's not all that counts is it (laughs) (laughs) no you're right you're
2: right it's not all that counts ratings in a recommission that sort, sort of stuff but let's not let's not burden you with that at the moment just be satisfied in this moment before anyone's seen it when it still just all, all it exists as a, a you know it exists only as a little Instagram advert yeah that's it's, yes you know, it's, it's a great time enjoy it it is a good time thank you guys yeah and thanks for coming on the pod
0: well there you go eh like Haley's Comet once every four or five years he appears Oh no! Hang on, that's the World Cup, isn't it? Hayley's coming once (laughs) every like once every fifty years. He appears and then he's gone. We won't wait again for
2: what a way to tell him. Sorry, you're going to be in your eighties before you're back on the show, Steve.
0: Sorry, mate. We loved you.
3: What a return it'll be, though. uh...
0: that is the nature of these celestial beings. I'm afraid they don't. You have to make the most of them while you've got them.
2: Whereas, you know, John Robbins, we've got him on every other week.
0: But Steve... Well, John, John Robbins is the moon, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's the moon underwater. underwater certainly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: so anyway, I got... Uh, talking of Steve Bajaya, which we are. So if, that's the Always. theme of the episode this week, Steve Bajaya. Uh, talking of Steve, I got a message... Um, on Saturday morning the very sober hour of 11.45 Saturday morning that's not like that's not like Abu. that doesn't but, feel like well, he's about to go to bed isn't he let's be honest yeah. <laughs> he's, he's turning in he's like he's just lying staring at the ceiling chewing the pillow so um, he said genuinely woken up today to find that my housemate has burned all the wooden spoons <laughs> <laughs> So oh, it, can, no. it continues, yeah. Well, that, that's, yeah, that's
0: pyro behavior. If you burn wooden is, spoons,
2: it. I get it. You're like, if he's going, oh, I just want to burn. Like, rather than taking stuff to the recycling, I just want to burn that. You can sort of understand it. It's mad, but you can sort of understand it. But if he's like literally looking around the house, going <laughs> right, and, and he, he's not, he's not doing it for a, he's not doing it for like a, a YouTube channel, or it's not like you know that thing of um, does this blend or something. He's not doing a does this burn. He's just walking around the house going, "Yep, this will go in.
0: Fuck me, if you're burning wooden spoons, you need help." That's well, that's intense, that's severe. I mean, that's that, we
2: we're, we're, we're very much um uh shutting the stable door after the horse is bolted. He asked for help.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we put <burned> the, <laughs> the whole stable down. The stable
0: that's... doors, yeah. The stable doors got in the incinerator first straight off. <laughs> um well, if you
2: if you have a um, if you have a, a pyromaniac uh, flatmate or indeed any kind of flatmate beef that you'd like to get in touch with us about, it's um, Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We've got a load of episodes recording very, very soon, actually. So it'd be great to get your get your beefs in Podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget, if you like Steve Bajaya, then there is a whole bonus beef with him over on our Patreon
0: and honestly, you have to make the most of Steve while we've got him, because 50 years, people. <laughs> so get on board, get to the Patreon, get him while he's gone, you know? Get, get him, him while, while
2: he's, he's gone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what,
2: what do you mean? Have you, have you burnt Steve?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've seen the Wicker Man? He burnt yeah. so bright. <laughs> There's a hell of a finale. In an incinerator in the back garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there you go. So uh, hop on board to the Patreon, as well as the bonus beefs. There's also a lovely community of people. There's a lovely way to get in touch. There's a whole bunch of extra podcasts that you immediately get as well. So yeah. get on uh, we, board. We
2: recommend, get get that get that four quid uh, tier because you get all of the bonus beefs. You get all of the bonus uh, episodes. It's a coffee, uh, isn't it, at the end of the day? It's a coffee a it, month. Exactly. It's a It's a coffee a month for all of this fantastic extra content. And you know, I can tell you now that money goes directly to us.
3: There's money. no,
2: yeah, that's one thing. A, a lot of people said, oh, are you giving some of it to charity and stuff like that? No, we can rest
0: assured. <laughs> none of that none of that money is going <laughs> well, anywhere other than f- we, our pockets. We have found the legal loophole there that we've registered Clarky as a charity. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a legal loophole either. They took one look at me and I meant fair enough. Yeah,
3: Yeah. Is there any way we can help out?
2: Um, yeah, I, we, we, we're now doing. If you if you watch any telly in the middle of the day, we're now doing some quite sad, emotive adverts where we show Clarke's face, <laughs> play some music over the top, and believe you me, it's really working. He's just so looking he-
0: longingly at a Crown Green Bowls Club. <laughs> <laughs> the other side of the fence. Just four pounds a month will buy this man a membership. Just
2: text high arse to this number and that puts 10 quid straight in his pocket. Um, which rolling, is halfway up his We've got
3: back. a rolling thermometer, which is just my arse gradually raising <laughs> when it hits the target. Back of
0: my head. It it dings like a bell, doesn't it? Back of the head. (laughs) (laughs) So
2: the old uh, travel pillow himself.
0: Anyway, uh, today's episode was produced as ever by Emma Caution. Caution Caution team. team. Caution team. Cheers, everyone, and I already mean this. Bye. Come riddle me this, come riddle me true. a patriot neighbourhood watch call for you. Please be upstanding, don't sit and don't squat. We won't be completed till we've done the lot. <coughs> I'll tell you of someone whose face is crud, but their personality is really quite good. They say that she is made out of wood, but I think she is human. Her name's Helen (laughs) Bud. Okay, all right. Uh, right.
2: uh, Apologies to Helen for saying that her face was crud. I mean, come on. Listen, I, I, I hate to stop the proceedings this early on, but.
0: Also, I you managed got to rhyme everything <laughs> apart from her surname. I, I got trapped in a rhyming pattern of a a a b. <laughs>
2: Apologies, Helen, and thanks very much. She's actually she's 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 subscribed for the year as well. She's gone. Oh. She's gone an annual Patreon. Uh, yeah, and, and and yet we say her, n- her well, face, is, listen, crud- your face is really crudic. very
3: good
0: can i say that crud a bit like when michael jackson said things were bad well you know we are saying things could be crud could mean good you know in the same way that when people say things are it could it could chill. be it. it
2: couldn't rhyme with it
0: <laughs> <laughs> right well,
2: anyway i'll crud, tell crud. the <laughs>
0: I'll you're not tell- giving me crud and
2: bud i will give you crud and bud I said you, good and wood is what you threw in the middle there you,
4: <laughs>
2: sh- 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 carry on I'll tell thee a tale I'll tell thee it's true I'll tell it to me and I'll tell it to Sue and let yeah. me tell you I've, I've got a dilemma who shall I hang out with Sue or Gemma Sue! <laughs> Gemma! Gemma is crud! <laughs> no, 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 Yes, oh yes, yes! No! Yes!
3: I'll tell you a tale, I'll tell you it, but it will be folly. Okay. <laughs> I'll jump up and down, I'll use a brolly. I'll tell you a tale one final time. Oh, no! <laughs> I'll tell you a tale of a lovely lime. <laughs> Daniel, a Jolly. To Daniel Jolly. Daniel <laughs> Jolly.
0: Oh, this is going to take fucking ages, oh, isn't it? No. This one. To hear this tale, please get up early and know I've eaten a curly-whirly and I'll tell you something I feel quite shirlish. Please tell some on about Paul Shirley.
2: <laughs> OK, I all right, now that I've got... I've, got, I've, got, for I've got, got it, I've got it now, i okay? I've got base. it now, I've got it now. Um, I, yeah. I know, I know how the system works, OK? OK. Um, uh, let me tell you now. Let me t- uh, 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 hear me. I say. Uh, well, I haven't got it
0: actually. not like you quite got it. Licked. I haven't got it
2: at all. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. All right.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> let me. Uh,
3: um,
2: Uh, Let me tell you now as I'm on my way I'll tell it true, you'll hear me say This fellow is a lovely bloke His name is Chris Day
3: (laughs) 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 I told a tale so hard I marked my spleen
0: <laughs> what did you do?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That is some hard <laughs> telling. <laughs> Please don't Please tell, come and tell us.
3: Help me, Aiden Barker
0: Dean. <sighs> I marked my spleen and it hurt a lot. Let me tell you about the hair I've got. It is in the shape of a quiff and I marked the spleen of Max Smith. Oh, I've told
2: the tale so hard and so true. I've marked my spleen. Let me show it to you. I've got it here in a tupperware. If only you would only care but you and away and say oh God. that's gruesome and now i'll show it to joby newson joby 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 yeah. would it be joby joby job joby, joby newson
3: i marked my spleen when i tried to de-lice oh, please come and help me Ian great Ian Guidice is a
2: strange uh, individual uh, because they've joined and left the Patreon about eight times. With their name, oh, their name <laughs> is constantly <laughs> cropping up. <laughs> so thank you. I mean, maybe they just think, well, it doesn't cost any extra to leave at the end of the month and rejoin, uh, and I just they just like getting like like us mispronouncing their names and getting the you can get you know if you want to leave and rejoin get back into the uh, get du- I don't know double bubble on the. <laughs> Double bubble on the on the on the neighbourhood watch
0: vocal. Why not? I marked my spleen till my spleen <laughs> fell off, uh, and then, then and I then. said, "Call Lemayus Coff." I marked
2: my spleen; it was totally rocking, and then I called Robert
3: Cocking. I marked my spleen, and I bought
0: a Furby. I threw the Furby at Andrew Werby who caught the Furby and ate it keen. I said, don't do that. Help, Naomi!
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, rhyming keen with Naomi is my only regret. I'll tell it now to Helen
0: Prevet And that concludes today's Patriot Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call.